Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Thanks for listening and being a part of Mama Said, and thanks in advance for supporting these sponsors in this episode. They help us have this much fun with you every week for free. So enjoy the show. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy game. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. All right, today on today's episode, we have our really good friends Kelly and Nikki on, and we're going—they're being so beautiful and sharing um, a similar journey that they both have had. That I think a lot of you might either relate to or get some yeah. inspiration, or just you know feel some uh, empathy and support for. And Absolutely. talking about support and uh, <laughs> of areas of our body, let's good talk segue, about James. bringing our show. One of our sponsors is Fruit of the Loom. They have their new Fruit of the Loom breathable underwear, which is just what you need to stay cool. Even through life's most uncomfortable moments. which My awkward moments is when I go to give someone a hug and they were going to shake my hand. And then you like, you go, okay, let's shake hands. And then they, okay, we'll hug. And then it's just like that little dance. That's really, yeah. yeah. I do that all the time because I'm a hugger. That's awesome. Not everybody is. No, but honestly. But we don't want to ruin our underwear. No, (laughs) Our breathable, lightweight fabric. They have tiny little holes that provide airflow, which keeps you cool. It's like you need these uh, this underwear yes. to like make you feel or you're like pregnant you all of it this is such a sexy conversation so let's, fruit, let's get to it <laughs> go to fruit.com and use promo code mama to unlock an additional 10 percent off that's f-r-u-i-t.com and promo code mama for 10 percent off to get your fruit of the looms breathable underwear today so feel cool even when you shouldn't this is mama said with jamie and jenna Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mama Said. I am so excited today because I have two of my dearest friends on. Yeah, I mean, Jenny, you're friends with them too. Now um, I am, and I'm so happy. They're so wonderful. I can't wait for you guys to get to know them if you don't already. I love them so much, but let's just get our win fails out of the way. Mommy win! <laughs> Mommy fail. Lately, my fails have been kind of more geared towards my husband, which sucks. It's I mean, okay. look, it's like, it's all us. about family. It doesn't have to be all about our kids. Yeah. I mean, look, like, I'm sure there's a million <laughs> fails about my kids. I just, like, brush them off and, like, don't remember all the time. But yesterday, and I think I told you this, and I debated talking about it on the podcast. Is this what he, we Marco Polo yeah. about last night? Yeah. yeah. And he, is this bad to say? Jenna, that's your okay. call. Okay. <laughs> I love my husband, but as we all know, if you guys listen to the podcast, we get into, like, these, like, really quick, heated fights. Like, we go from zero to 100 really fast. You have a lot of passion in your relationship. Yeah. And then we bang it out. And I'm just kidding. We <laughs> definitely don't. Um, so last night he came home from a long day from San Francisco. He was just there for the day. So he got off the plane and I was like, I'm going to cook dinner something that he always wants me to do. And I never do. And I had the kids the whole day, which is like usually what I have like during the week. And I'm also exhausted, but I decided to make chicken and a salad and pour rosé. And, um, most important part. <laughs> yeah. Most important part that I like guzzled. Um, so he was so happy. He came home and like, we started having discussion about calendars, which I kind of like, I always like, 
always trying to figure out like something. And I'm always scared to ask because he can't make up his mind about anything. And I'm all, he's like, oh, there's a wedding in Nantucket. I'm like, great. Do you want to go? Crickets, crickets. And then two seconds, but it's, this always happens. Two seconds before he'll be like, we should go. And I'm like, we, it, it's, a, it's a whole thing. I want to be planned. I want to plan you need things to just out. Book it. And he, I can't because of his work. I, I will. Cause things change. Yeah. Things change. So anyway, um, I got upset because he told me, um, that he's going to Korea, um, and we can't go to Philly anymore, which is, so I booked Milo's camp around that. It's prepaid for. And he blew up on me. And I was like really gentle when I asked. I was like, I just, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I just want to figure this out. And he blew up. He's like, I'm the one, you know, who, who is making like a living for this family and blah, blah, blah. And this is so hard. Like, don't pressure
first is tell me that I'm not the only one. When I'm with my 18-month-old, I cannot get anything done. Like unless he's napping, I cannot text someone back. I cannot email. I cannot take a phone call. And it's feel, I feel like I'm like being suffocated right now. I love all the time that I'm getting to spend with him. Do not get me wrong. Yeah. Don't write hate emails, people. I want to be with him all the time. I feel like I am just not good at like being an adult. Like I'm just, I'm literally on the floor every minute that he's awake. And then when he's sleeping, it's like I'm, I need my brain to shut off for a second. And I would love to like catch up on my te- any of my TV shows. But that's when I eat. That's when I pee. That's when I go through all my emails. And the next thing I know, he's up again. So yeah. I just take it as a fail because I just feel like I'm not good at doing a good job. It's like there's something wrong with me. My other fail is that, and I said this to one of our guests um, yesterday, is that I, because we have two boys the same exact age, uh, I feel like mm, my relationship with Bo has changed so much since Jack has come into the picture. And I I know that's going to happen and I'm not – I'm trying to tread lightly here because I'm trying to be understood and not like – think that like I regret anything obviously but like Bo and I were like the tightest 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 duo there ever was and now it's like their age difference is big and they can't play together quite yet and so I have to obviously monitor Jack because you literally blink and he's doing something that's like life-threatening yeah and Bo like gets frustrated so he goes in his room every day and like plays with his Playmobil and like plays with his Legos or colors and because I'm on the floor with Jack and I just I feel really bad like I can't hang out with him and then the things that he wants to do when Jack's napping or when he goes to bed it's like baseball and and hockey and like I physically can't do that with him have you ever done board games we do puzzles we do board games we play Uno like but I don't know. It just feels very, my time with him feels very limited. He's also growing up. Like when we, when I drop him off at camp, he's like, please don't walk me in. I'm okay. Like, and I'm proud of him, but like also like breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm feeling kind of distant from him and I miss him. Um, So I just, uh, I need to figure something out. And you know, it's also on my husband because when I say, I'm going to go do something with Bo, hang with Jack, Jack cries for me the whole time, which is Okay, great. I mean, you know I love that too. But like he's like, sorry, he wants you. And I'm like, but no. Mm -mm. Then take him for a walk in the stroller. Like do something that will distract him because this is my – he gets time with Bo all the time. You got to remove He takes Bo to hockey. He takes Bo everywhere. So anyway, that's my fail. Wins, um, I don't have any, but I have a cute story. So Bo has his first – crush and i don't think he understands it's a crush but he knows that he has these feelings about this person that he can't stop thinking or talking about so he started camp at his preschool that he's going to start in september and they have the older high school kids are cits and the first day i picked him up from camp and i'm like how is camp he's like great there's a girl named Paige. she plays basketball she's 16 everybody likes her but i like her the most like didn't take a breath and i was like Oh, okay. And then every day I would pick him up. There was like new information about Paige. That's the only thing I would get. How is camp? Paige, Paige. And so 
it's the cutest thing ever. And then Paige was leaving, he tells me, for a basketball tournament. And he wrote her a letter. He made her a picture. And then um, the other day, I picked him up from school. And this young girl walks him to the car. And when she left, Bo goes, that was Paige's twin sister. She has the same face as Paige. So I have a visual on Paige. It's the cutest thing. It's just so sweet that he has a crush because he has no idea. But like he has these like very... Very intense, strong feeling. That's so cute. A couple things, James. One, I know from the second I met you, you always talked about your, you know, your relationship with Bo and yeah. how strong it is. So I can only imagine how hard it is to, you know, feel something a little different. Yeah. But I feel like fast forward to like four months from now, he's going to go through waves. Of he's course, be wanting his mommy, and and also. I go through that a lot with Milo where I feel extremely guilty because like I can't go outside all the time and all the time when like Milo yeah. wants to play because, you know, I don't want to schlep Daisy down there and, and do all this stuff. But um, I, and I always feel like Milo's like on the verge of being a little bit sad. And what I've actually been noticing is when we go places, a lot of times people – Milo's freaking adorable and so is Daisy but the first thing they say when like Daisy's wearing a cute dress is like oh my god look at her look at Daisy look at her hair and I get so like sad for Mm -hmm. Milo I don't even know if he notices but like no one's saying it to Milo and I don't know how that like came up but like it's just like a comparison thing like I I get really anyway so like but the whole like little brother sister thing or brother, sibling, I, I, sibling, sibling I think that Milo feels me hanging out with Daisy and putting a little bit more attention towards her a lot. So Because I, we have to. Because we have like, to. Like literally for their safety. Yeah. And Neil got Daisy this morning from the crib and was like, here you go. She was calling for you. Bye. Oh, yeah. Every day. And I was like, of course she's calling for you. When I get her, she calls for you. Doesn't mean I like slap her on you. Yeah. You know? I know. Anyway, I know. so much. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for that vent session. Okay. We are going to be right back with two um, incredible women that have similar individual stories of struggle and triumph and a life of that I just admire them and their children beyond that has bonded them as friends. Um, And it's, you know, a life's journey that they're kind of on together. And they're two of the strongest, most beautiful moms I know. And I can't wait for you to meet them. So I will be right back. So I'm obsessed with redoing my playroom the kids playroom all the time. Yeah. I'm always like buying rugs no, and then every it. every rug gets ruined and enter ruggable mm. which can get ruined. It can get played on it. It can get paint on because it. Cuz you can throw it in, in the washing yes! machine. Yo, not only has my dog peed on shit, Jack peed on no. the carpet today. Awesome. Yeah. He literally peed on a carpet. Well, honey, if you have a ruggable, that's okay. It'll I be know. it'll be gone. So all rugs are machine washable and dryable, even the eight by ten, which is the one I got, and I got the pad too. It's high quality, affordable rugs with the removable non-slip pad. They're resistant to spills and stains for coffee, wine, juice, about anything on them, and without stress, they're non-toxic, best, making them completely safe for your kids and pets. Yep. So go to myruggable.com slash mama. That's my R-U-G-G-A-B-L-E dot com slash mama and get 15% off your order and free shipping will be automatically applied to your purchase. But that offer is only applied if you go to myruggable.com slash mama. Ruggable. Washable. Livable. Lovable. 
We are back. Okay, we have our two friends here. First, I will introduce um, and tell you a little bit about Kelly Zyphen. Kelly is the owner of Little Minis. And if you have a little girl, you're welcome. Check it out. I wish I, – I told Kelly when I found out I was pregnant with another boy – I was actually the most bummed because I was not going to get to put, put a child in Little yeah. Minis. But, you know, the jury's out. Who knows? Jack might want to wear dresses. We never buy for Daisy. Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, she's an ambassador at um, Children's Hospital LA, head of community at Hey Mama Co., co-founder of Alliance of Moms. If that's not enough, it's also a twin mama to Super Lily and George. And then we have Nikki Deloche. Uh, Nikki is an incredible actress, writer, producer who has worked nonstop since she's a child. She's one of my nearest and dearest friends. Our boys are best friends. They're the same age. They're going to be – we're in it together, Nikki. We went through preschool and now they're going to the same – Elementary and high school. Oh, She's yeah. I didn't know most, that. Yes, we are in it, oh my God. it together. Yeah, it's so exciting. And her website, um, whatweare.com, shares the most amazing stories uh, from women of all walks of life, of all areas of vulnerability. She is incredible. Please welcome Kelly and Nikki. Hi, guys. Hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy I'm getting to do this. Again. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, like, you both deserve your own show, and maybe we'll have you back on to talk other things, but there is something truly unique about your journeys as mothers that we think will resonate really wonderfully with our audience and whether it's specific to what you guys are going through or not. I mean, I think that there's um, such strength in community and an understanding of just another struggle on top of what it is to just be an everyday mom that you yeah. guys have to deal with. And we're so grateful you. that you're yeah, here thank to you share your coming. stories. Thank you. I would, I would also say that I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I could speak for Kelly in this way too, is that there's actually like none of the work stuff <laughs> really that, you know, yeah, it's fun and it's how you make your money and all of that. But like, there's nothing else the two of us would rather talk about yeah. than heart babies and warriors and children's hospitals. Hospital of LA, yes, yeah. and like giving back. Yeah, literally nothing we would rather talk about. Yes. So I'm it's gonna perfect. have the chills the yeah. entire yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. I haven't really heard your story, so this is this is you know something very special for me too. Well, I'm gonna throw it to Kelly first, just because yes. she has been around the longest with this. <laughs> I guess well because her super Lily is a bit older in this journey. Yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, I'm going to sure. ask you to just kind of start from the beginning and yeah. tell us all about it. So also I will say um, that we have a little bit of difference in the heart community in general, but we definitely bonded over our heart babes. So my daughter, Lily, we call her super Lily. She was not, we don't know yet if she was born with this third degree heart block, but we found it when she was about two years old. I had originally been at a different pediatric uh, facility. Same one as me. Yep. <laughs> we'll get into that. And I just felt like they were missing the boat a little bit on just stuff. I have obviously- What were you noticing? Well, specifically with Lily um, and not so much George. Look, I was two of them, same age, I, all day long in that office. But Lily had like, for instance, a, a UTI that when we traveled to France and landed in France, um, she had been sick for five days previous and I had gone in every single day mm -hmm. and had gone into every single person in the practice and no one once tested her for that. And so wow. when we landed, she had this like raging UTI, which I didn't know because she was nine yeah. months old. 
healed. So we spent a couple nights in the French hospital, which they were like immediately like, she has a UTI. Wow. Like, why didn't anyone check this? So I, of course, like was livid and felt like that was like, wow, that was a really big miss yeah. um, for not for that not to happen. And then there was just little things along the way. Like, you know, she had a flu a couple of times and spent some time in Cedars. And I just didn't feel like... I just kept saying it over and over. It doesn't feel right being right, there. Your mother's intuition. Yes. And I thought, you know, I'm tired. I'm crazy. I probably, you know, it's probably twins. I'm, you know, they're sick all the time, like whatever. And my husband said, you know, you keep saying this over and over and over again. Like you should just go and meet other pediatricians. Like you don't love this pediatrician. Right. And it it was hard for me because I loved her a lot and she was highly recommended from someone. And so that really felt bad for me to call my friend and say, like, listen, I'm, I don't know if I want to be here. Um, but I went and I interviewed a couple people. The second one was my favorite human being. We can probably talk about this all day is Anessa Grinberg. And, um, I interviewed her. I immediately loved her. I think it was like a few days later where Lily got sick again. And it was our first sick visit at her practice that I walked in and this, other really wonderful pediatrician that was on staff that particular day wasn't actually in the practice, um, but was helping. She uh, listened to Lily's heart and then she kind of left and, mm. and like got some nurses and um, people in the room. And then Anessa came in and she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like this is your first sick visit. And I wasn't able to, you know, be here. Um, but we noticed something and I like within five minutes of me, you know, like being at this office, I was like shocked. And she said, you know, um, Scott Cohen called state children's hospital and we just would love for you to go. And like now and just get this checked. Um, she has like a really low heart rate. And so I just was like, how is this humanly possible? So I gathered my stuff. I called Julian and I, you know, my son was with his nanny and I I just said, you know, devastation and I'm not going to be home. I'm sure tonight. And we went and we sat, they tested her. They said she has a third degree heart block. So it's basically where the, the top of the heart doesn't communicate with the bottom. And I mean, I was in shock and I said, are you, I mean, are you born with this? Like, did it just happen? Like, I don't understand. Um, and so children's hospital is just like, I, I mean, I will talk about them all day long. They're the most magical human beings. They said, look, what I'm seeing on this piece of paper and what I like see in Lily, she's like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. She's so active. So much energy. And they said, so I feel confident that you guys can go ahead and go home this evening, um, but you will have a phone call tomorrow by this incredible cardiologist an electrophysiologist named um, Dr. Bar Cohen. And he will call you and he'll explain, but your daughter's going to need a pacemaker, which was like, what does that mean? And, um, and how old is she at this point? Two. And so for the rest of her life, for the rest of her life. Okay. And so he, you know, they said, we're just going to let you sit with that and you're going to go home and he's going to call you tomorrow. And tomorrow you can ask a million questions about what it is and how, but you just need to sit with this this evening and he'll call. So he called us the next day. He was the most lovely human being, really walked us through it and said, you know, we're going to start monitoring her heart rate and her, um, and, and what that looks like every so often, every few months. So she'll have like a little thing that she has 24 hour, 
Um, and if it gets to a number that's too low, that's when we're going to put this pacemaker in. But we really, really don't want to put it in when she's this little because we'll have to cut her chest open. And that's just something I don't want to do. And we could, if we wait a little bit longer, I could actually do a smaller pacemaker in, in this one area. And I promise you, like, just please wait. So we did. We monitored a lot. I called that pediatrician. <laughs> that was my original pediatrician. Mm-hmm. I cried. I remember I was like at a gas station when she called me back and I was like, just listen to me. Like, you know, have you ever heard anything? I don't understand how like this, this is the is first nice. time I'm hearing about this. This is just like not, this is just not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, especially everything that they were telling me. Like, you know, this is not just something there's a very low percentage chance that she would have gotten this from like a virus, but, um, she was most likely born with it. So Mm -hmm. that was really frustrating. Um, but I did let that go. I, I immediately went and got, you know, we, we, got the best care from Children's Hospital. Anessa Grimberg was so on top of it. She was like my best friend. Like She's my kid's pediatrician too. And I, <laughs> I, I she's already like almost in the calendar to come yeah. here. And, and so I could talk her ear off and ask her a million questions. Millions about. of questions. But um, she's wonderful. So she immediately to me was just like, I call her my heart angel. I Just the fact that she, her and the whole office were, were so incredible with me and just like kind of held our hand. And then, you know, when the number got too low, which was like a trip we really wanted to take, we're big adventurers. By the way, and we travel always. always they're leaving for Fiji tonight, okay? By with the their two six year olds. I know, I know. Always happens around a trip. Yes. Of course. Of course it of does. Everything happens yeah. around a trip. Yes. And by the way, Anessa's always off on Thursdays, and I'm like, oh, why is my kid sick on Thursday? <laughs> um, but I called. Um, I called him and I just said, Hey, you said to live a very normal life, but I'm about to tell you I'm, I'm going to Costa Rica and we're going to go for a couple of weeks. And he said, absolutely not. And he said, I thought you were like traveling to like Hawaii or yeah. something. And then, so he said, look, I really want to do this number. So we kept her um, monitor on that night and then it was the number he didn't want to see. Oh. So how, he, how um, much after this first appointment was this? Like, Oh, this is probably like, Six months. So, so at two and okay. a half, he actually gave up his birthday and he came in and oh. performed the surgery. So, she so had, how long after that, when he said the number was too low, then you like made an weeks, weeks. Like, Yeah, like a week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so she has like a baby pacemaker right now. It's not the one she, she needs specifically, mm-hmm. but it's definitely the one that's working and it's working really well. Um, it doesn't have two leads, but you need two <clears throat> leads. It has one lead, um, but we will get uh, her new pacemaker, which will be r- fairly large, um, and the right one, mm-hmm. um, we'll get that probably in the next couple of years. So, and what are the things that makes Lily kind of aware? Uh, like, what are the are there daily things or are there things yeah. that you know that she has to take extra special care and sure. you do? Yeah. So, um, a couple things is, I mean, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's small. So the next one's going to be much bigger. It's mm-hmm. going to protrude because she's really like lo- she's long so and yeah, long and lean. But we do our heart checks every month at our house. So we have this little device that we kind of put on her and we send it in. When we first started talking to her about it, we told her she has a supercharger in her heart. Mm-hmm. So we always have to charge it and we're going to have to get a new charger. So when the first day of her, when we actually got the surgery and she woke up, I had a brand new cape for her. Um, so she, such a good mom. So she thinks that she's legitimately like a superhero. She is. Um, she is. She really is. I mean, she's my hero. So 
she, you know, we do that every month to check in. Every six months, we're at Children's Hospital. We're seeing Dr. Bar Cohen and her pacemaker nurse. We do x-rays. We make sure the leads are okay. So she's she's there a lot. On a daily basis, I, you know, I, we try to just live as normal as possible, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense, because it it's hard not to as a mom. Yeah. But she can't play with magnets. Mm. Can't really play with, like, phones or iPads, it has to be at least six inches away. I mean, she can, but like we turn off, you know, well, I just told you today that she, yeah. got, she got her first iPad for travel. So the fact that, I was going to say the fact that she held out till six. Is, yeah, I know. That's yeah. incredible. Very um, impressive. Thank you. And then of course I have fear every time I drop her off at any camp, like yeah, massive fear. We just started a new kindergarten um, this last year. So like that was me going in and having to like, go over all of the things mm-hmm. so of in case of emergency and like if if you know you have to let them know she has it cuz she'll never be able to have like MRIs or any of those kinds of things if she gets hit she can't play like contact sports she but like wear who a special wants? bracelet and- not yet <sighs> yeah um but I make everyone pretty aware. And then I will say that uh, travel, we travel a lot. So yeah. um, she can't go through security. And so it's like a, but she thinks she's a superhero yeah. again. So she thinks she's so special. She's like, sorry, I don't have to go through this <laughs> machine. And I'm like, who does? So yeah. she, you know, I always say like, nobody wants to go through this machine. Yeah. So she gets stickers after, you know, like there's a whole thing. She's so. such a bright, beautiful light yeah. too. She's an incredible little girl. How is her twin brother with all of this? Good question. That's a really good question. He's okay. He has his own thing that happened a couple years ago with a snake bite, which is a whole other story. Oh, um, so now they're kind of even on the warrior status in my household. Snake so he, bite? Where were you? What part of the world? Tuscany. Oh, it was a okay. viper snake. It was terrible. It was okay. so terrible. Yeah, but wow. the, he ha- he actually handles it pretty well. He's really sensitive to her, so he like talks to her about it a lot. And like if she, you know, they're they're best friends, mm-hmm. and so we like. Like you were talking earlier about travel and, and or not travel, mm-hmm. but take you know taking turns with kids and stuff. We do separately to make sure he feels really special. Yeah. I also take mm-hmm. him to Children's Hospital um, anytime Lily goes without him. Um, we always get him a gift when we come home, yeah. so it's not just about her. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, even when we were actually in the hospital. For George, for the snake bite, there was a psychologist who said it's really important that they spend time together during moments of of this Mm -hmm. so um, to make sure that they can show up for each other. So I always let him come to the hospital with us. Um, or, you know, make him a part of it as much as possible. They're so lucky that they have each other. Yeah. And that they have you as Mm -hmm. their mom, Kelly, because I think that you need to be made aware of this. And I hope you are on a constant basis that I just think you handle things with such grace and, um, you're just so conscious of everyone's feelings around you and you're an incredible human. And I'm so sorry that this is, you know, something you have to deal with in this lifetime, but as f***ed up as this to say, it was given to the most perfect in put in the most perfect hands of somebody Thank to you. handle this because you are incredible. Yeah. I don't want to say sorry because it's for me, it's, it's, she's taught me so much already Mm. about living and about, you know, just being present and with each other. And every day is really special for us. So, Mm. um, and I'm also just so incredibly grateful for our healthcare that we have. I'm incredibly grateful that children's hospital is two miles from my house Mm -hmm. that I now legitimately have the best doctors, including Anessa Grimberg in my, in my 
pocket. Yeah. And it's, it's just like how fortunate I am to live in this, you know, in Los Angeles. That's yeah. not, that not everybody has this. Yeah this luxury. Yeah, so yeah. I feel, I feel blessed that I, I can walk around safely and yes. so, so can she. So, yeah. well, we'll let you all go dry your eyes for a minute. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back to cry more with Mickey. We'll be right back. There is no perfect pregnancy, birth or parent. And yet we rarely hear the real stories. It's time we speak up. Mom, actress and advocate Tatiana Ali hosts Unspoken Stories, a new podcast from March of Dimes featuring real stories from the joys of parenthood to what happens when things don't go according to plan. You can listen to Unspoken Stories for free wherever you get your podcasts or by visiting unspokenstories.org. We see a lot of perfect images of pregnancy, birth, and parenting, but more and more people are standing up to tell their real stories. In this podcast, you will hear some of those real stories from the joy of parenting and the complexities of dealing with illness with actress and mom, Jamie Lynn Sigler. I know her. (laughs) A mom coping with loss and raising two toddlers to the realities of parenting a baby born prematurely. These brave moms and dads have the courage to speak up and share their laughter, tears, and triumphs so that no one has to feel alone in their experience. We hope you will join the important conversation, whether you are a parent or considering becoming one. Subscribe to Unspoken Stories for free wherever you get your podcasts and learn more by visiting unspokenstories.org. That's unspokenstories.org. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. When your favorite show ends, Rob Sister Nino is just getting started with post-show recaps on Podcast One. Sign me up. Join him for live interactive podcasts right after episodes of your favorite shows like Big Little Lies and Star Trek Discovery, plus Netflix original shows like Stranger Things and so much more. I want to see Stranger Things in the big cité. I want some Chicago redemption. Okay, another Dick Wolf production, Chicago Stranger Things. (laughs) Download new episodes of post-show recaps every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. We're back with everybody's favorite Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea to give you that comforting feeling of home. What's some new comforts of home, Jenna? <laughs> I, actually, I don't want to hear about your couch. Okay, I actually, so I actually did drink this tea. Yes. On a hot, we, we're having a heat wave, you guys. Oh. This tea, sitting outside, watching my husband play with my children because I'm too lazy. Oh, nothing better. But I'm drinking this tea with like my mini little ice cubes and I just felt By way, freaking good. There it is. Sitting down, drinking Gold Peak Real Brew Tea and watching your husband exactly, play with you your guys. kids. That's that where it's at. the dream, ladies. So it's <laughs> available in a variety of flavors, 14 flavors to be exact, and sizes. It has something for everyone, every occasion, whether it's time for lunch, dinner, or snack, or just to cool down. Yeah, so you guys, if you want your husband to play with your children, <laughs> then you should buy Gold Peak Real Brew Tea. It's actually awesome. Um, so with ice cold Gold Peak Real Brew Tea, the comforts of home are never far away. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Gold Peak Real Brew Tea, the taste that brings you home. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, we are back, and now we have the gorgeous Nikki Deloche <laughs> to be so beautifully willing to share her story of her brave Benny and her family and uh, was kind enough to allow me to be like a small part of this journey with you. Um, and I say that because um, 
Well, the you second open heart surgery, you. Yeah. you came and sat with me, and it was it's so funny because the first open heart surgery, I was so scared. I, I was so scared to have people there because I didn't. I'm already going to start crying. Let's, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> well, no, but I will so. say this really quick. I was so scared to allow people to be there. And what I learned in that year between the first and the second was to let people in. Yeah. You Why know? were you and, scared? And it, well, I would just say it's one thing that I learned along the way is I'm not good at asking for help. And Jamie and I share this. She wrote an article for What mm-hmm. We Are about it, about learning how to ask for help. And if there's one thing that I learned in this whole situation taught me is that you have to wave the right white flag. Like yeah. you have to. Um Kelly, thank you for your story. <laughs> it was really hard not to cry. Um, and Kelly, actually, you call Dr. Grimberg your heart angel. Kelly is my heart angel. Oh. And I'll tell you why, but I'll start at the beginning. I was five and a half months pregnant with Bennett, and I have a five-year-old um, Hudson. Uh, he wasn't five at the time. He's five now. Um, but I was five and a half months pregnant with Bennett and we went in to get, you know, the, the 4D whole thing. And I was so excited because I knew from previous experience that like you get to see everything. Mm-hmm. See their face. You get to see everything. And Ryan went in with me for this one and we were sitting there and she was spending a lot of time in one area. And then she got up to leave and I just like, you my, I, my, like my body froze and he was like, are you okay? And I got up and I just started pacing and I was like, something's wrong. And he was like, don't do this. Nothing's wrong. I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. I know it. And sure enough, Dr. Platt, who I love so yeah. much. I love we, him too. He's <laughs> Dr. Awesome. He's the best. He comes in and he tells us, he's like, you know, he has a lot of stuff going on with his heart. So at the time, we only knew of three things, but then there ended up being a fourth that showed up in the first surgery. Uh, he has transposition of the great arteries, which means that both of his main arteries that go into his heart were in the wrong chambers. So those would have to be switched. He had a VSD, which is essentially a hole. That's their term for a hole in the heart. And then his aorta was pretty much like closed. So they were going to have to go in, switch the arteries, open the aorta, and then patch the hole. And I I mean, like you, when you find out, like the whole world just like stops. Mm -hmm. And and you're trying to process this information. And thank God. And one thing I do want to tell the mommies out there. So when I found this out and anybody going in to get like, you know, the, the 40 scans or any, if you're a woman of a certain age, they, they kind of make you do it at least in the state of California (laughs) and you're waiting in that lobby for a very long time and you're getting really pissed off and angry because you have somewhere to be and you've been out there for an hour or an hour and a half. Just know that there's somebody in there Mm -hmm. that's receiving the, one of the worst news of their lives. You've said that to me before. Yeah. And like, it's so true. It's so true. And Dr. Platt and his wife and that whole office uh, gave us so much time in there. They did not rush us. They did not say, we have other patients. I'm so sorry. We have to move you in the lobby. You know, none of that. I mean, it was, it, they were so wonderful and amazing. So just know that if you're out there in that lobby it's for a long the, time. probably the most 
amazing tip yeah, as a mom advice. now that just I've in ever general. heard it just in general. before. Yeah. yeah, it's just like any office that you're out there waiting a long time. <laughs> you never, like, know. You you never, never know what's going on. You never know who's receiving what information on the other side you're of that door. So, so just right. I've never stay thought patient. of it. Yeah. And th- I mean, Hudson had to be picked up from school. We didn't know what to do with him. We had to stay there for seven hours to do an amnio. And... Our friend, our bestie, Lindsay Margolis, who is... <laughs> I've talked about her a lot. The, the greatest human. She literally just comes... Whenever you need somebody to come through, it, she's it, your gal. She is always going to come through. And so Ryan was like, I'm going to drop him off at Lindsay's. And then by the time we were done that day, and I went to go pick up Hudson, and I just wrapped my arms around Lindsay, and I was like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what to do. And she was like, I do. Do you mind talking to my friend, Kelly? Um... She told me about Lily and she was like, you know, I was like, yes, yes, please tell her yeah. to call me. By the time I got home, Kelly called me. Like, I remember sitting on, like, at my dinner table at my old place. I remember sitting there, on, like, I, I remember what the room smelt like, felt like on my skin, mm. talking to you. And literally by the next morning, somebody from CHLA called me. Wow. Like, that fast. So, Kelly is our heart angel, mm-hmm. um, and I love her so much. And so then we had to wait for the baby to be born, and that was like a weird – that was oh. really weird um, because you know you What's have this coming? baby in your belly, and you don't know what like they're going to be like when they come out. Like, you know – I remember whenever I gave birth, like when it was time, like literally 12 doctors and nurses came into the room Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, because they're like, he could be completely blue. He can be, um, you know, like sometimes there's deformities. Sometimes like they had prepped me for everything. And so I didn't know what we were up against. And also just like for moms out there that have found out news about their babies in utero, you know, just making their, their, you know, their nursery. Yeah. Like I had a hard time just making the decision because to do like, the nursery if, if, because I kept trying to protect myself uh-huh. and like put an armor up and be like, well, what if he doesn't come home? You know? So finally I decided, I was like, you know what? I have to believe, like I have to believe and I have to believe more than anyone. Like yeah. I have to be the person that's yeah. like, this is going to be fine. My baby is going to be okay. And I am going to hold this torch and I'm going to carry it like the toughest person in the world. Like if I don't, nobody else is going to. So I think that's the hardest thing is kind of deciding as a mother in that when you're in that place of like, how do we move forward and how do you prepare yourself for something that you just like, you're like, what am I up against? You have no idea. And Luckily, I have amazing girlfriends who came in the room and we sat in circle and we blessed the whole space. We call ourselves the pocket squad. And, um, you know, they put together, like they made a list and told me to write down everything that I would need. I put nothing on it because I didn't know how to ask for help at the time. So they just started showing up like like literally didn't even ask questions. Yeah. They just started showing up. And then came the day and I gave birth and we were at Cedars. Where, did you give birth on time? Did no, you have to we, do a C-section? No, we did induction so that a, a week early, which was the one thing because I had to induce because Hudson was two weeks late and it was yeah. so miserable. And it was like 
two days and it was awful. And I was like, I just don't want to induce. And of course, here I am inducing yeah. whatever you surrender yeah. because we also had to time it out with our surgeon, um, Dr. Von Starnes, best pediatric heart surgeon on the planet. Oh my gosh, this man has saved my kid's life, not once, but twice. And um, we had to time it out with him as well. So Benny was born and he looked like the most perfect baby you've perfect. ever seen perfect. in your life. Is. And perfect. my mom was in the like room. A doll. Like a doll. And like my mom was in the room and I, we had people praying, not just all over the country. I'm a person of faith. Yeah. All over the country, like churches that I'd never heard of had like written cards oh. and and made with their names all on them. People were in India. There was a group of women, Anne. You've had a yes. massage from Anne. She goes to India. They they essentially like refeed their spiritual souls. They were sitting in prayer for hours for him, like from the time that I went into labor. And my mom was like, it was it changed her life. My mom is a different person today because just being in that room when he was born, she was like, I've never experienced anything like it. The whole room, Mm -hmm. just like, she was like a fog came in, it felt like, and it just got so still. And she's like, I could just, like, I could feel the presence of God. Like, I've never felt anything like it in my life. And... So then we had this whole rigmarole with Cedars, them wanting to run tests, me saying CHLA is running the test. Any mother out there, again, you are the biggest advocate for your kid. Yes. They tried to take my placenta. I said, you walk out of the door with my placenta, I will sue every fucking one of you. Yes. Like, I literally, like, lost my mind. You're coming I, with me to my next doctor. Oh, yeah. oh my God. No, I am like, as Kelly probably is now, like such an advocate. My husband will tell me, tell me like, you're right. Recently, he just said your intuition is so spot on. I will never argue with you yeah. a- again. And they wanted to do all of these things. I call, I text Anessa I w- and she was like, I'll be there. I'm Had coming. Had you already moved to Anessa before? So Kelly and I share that same experience of being with, we were at the same pediatrician's office mm-hmm. originally. I kept, they misdiagnosed Hassan with whooping cough, with flus, with all sorts mm-hmm. of things. And I kept being like, something's going, I mean, Hudson was on his deathbed with whooping cough and I kept bringing him in every single day. They said they tested for whooping cough. It was negative. It turned out to be positive. We didn't find out till like way later down the road. So dangerous. So dangerous. And my intuition the whole time, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I kept coming home and saying something's off. Something's not right. I just don't feel safe there. And, um, and then I talked to you and we had, I think just moved over. We were about to move or no, maybe you gave me, no, you gave me Anessa's information. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, great. Cause I'm looking to make a move. I have to, especially with this baby. And then, so Kelly also brought me to Anessa, yes. um, who is the greatest doctor so on the planet. for you at Cedars? Oh, showed up at 6 a.m. the next morning. Amazing. And yes. she was like, no tests are being run. This baby is leaving, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, like literally she was like, nope. I mean, I was so surprised to walk up to the NICU at 6 a.m. or to roll yeah, in my yeah. wheelchair and to see Anessa Grimberg in there at 6 a.m. the next morning. I'm not yeah. surprised she's the best. I mean, I and so, by the way, like, I had kept saying to them, like, I need my papers because when this ambulance gets here, I'm getting the ambulance so and you, I'm leaving. So you knew that once the baby was born, he was going to transfer to another Nikki yes. right away. Yeah, right away. Okay. And um, they still didn't give me my release papers. Ambulance gets there and I, like, 
I just left. Go. I literally grabbed my backpack. I walked out of the yeah. hospital. Just the next a formality. You're with your baby. <laughs> yeah. Got into the ambulance. We got you to see You didn't set off the alarm with your bracelet. <laughs> no, he, see ya. No, they called us days later and was like, you never signed your papers. And I was like, yeah, because you never brought them to me. Yeah. Um, didn't I didn't even care. Didn't worry about it. It was like, get him there. And then five days later, they wanted to give him five days to kind of get his lungs going and everything. And then five days later, they were like, okay, we're at a place where the heart's not working anymore. So now we have to go in. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy. It was really crazy. It was five days old. They also had to do a spinal tap because he came oh. out and he got a virus. Oh. Like there was, you know, it was so insane the whole thing and then weeks of being in the hospital afterwards and just the days the wait the wait when you're mm-hmm. in there and they're doing the surgery and the first surgery took a very long time because they got in and they also realized he only has one coronary artery not two and it was in the wrong place wow. do you need to you or do, don't, can they put one some like something in in place of it or no not yet but they okay. do, you, it's better to have two right, but he only right. has one right you okay. know um so they did all of that Dr. Starnes did all of that in, in the, the first, first surgery, surgery. Wow. I mean, which to was incredible. To do that incredible. on a five-day-old uh, isn't that crazy? Baby is the heart mind is the blowing. Size of his right. fist right. at five days old, like or any kid's fist at our fist, you know. But at five days old, it's like the size of a walnut, and he does it with his hands. Oh you God. guys, like he is. I, I, I just don't even. I don't have enough words mm-hmm. to describe not just him, but the whole that whole place. Like we're both of us, me and Kelly, are spokespeople for CHLA, and it's so easy to go out and talk about them because yes, of yeah. what they do. And they're nurses. Like we got out of surgery with Hudson, and we had um, Paolo for the first three days, who I like is one of my dearest friends now. Um, you know. I just love him so much. And then a year later, and this was another thing I started like noticing that he was struggling with his breathing and stuff like that. He came home on oxygen. He was on oxygen Mm -hmm. for eight months. Um, and then we got him off oxygen and then this started up with the breathing and everything else. And I kept saying, something's going on. Something's not right. Again, my husband, he's, you're freaking out. Everything's fine. You know, you're just in having some PTSD. And I was like, nope, something's wrong. Took him in. Sure enough. Um, something was going on in his pulmonary artery. So then, uh, just after his first birthday, we went back in and then they had to replace, they opened him up again and had to replace something in his pulmonary artery. And how old is he now? He's 21 months now. And then we found out recently that we have to, we don't have to fully open him up, but we're going back um, next week to, um, he's developing some stenosis at the base of his pulmonary Mm -hmm. artery. And so they have to do a catheterization procedure and go in and put either a stent or a balloon at the base of that. Um, So it's been a crazy two years. Um, and like, I, but like Kelly, we call it the best at home. We call it the best worst years of our lives, (laughs) the last two years, because it is the worst (laughs) to have to see your baby Mm -hmm. go through something like this. Like it is the absolute worst, you know, whether it's cancer, whether it's heart, whether it's like whatever it is, like for your baby to be sick and not be okay Mm -hmm. is the worst pain on the absolute planet. And on the other side of that, he has taught me, 
I am a different person because of him. I'm a different person because of everyone I've met along the way. Mm -hmm. Our house is different. Mm -hmm. Our, our life, like everything about it, because we, I now know what life and death looks like. You know, I used to get so worked up about career shit and like, oh, but I really wanted that role and I worked so hard. But like, what? Who cares? Like, who cares? Like, I now know like what. Well, disease and sickness and things like like that. It, it shifts the perspective of everything and it's where you can flip the switch and in the sense of like the gift that it could give you if you yes. have to find because sometimes we just have to find something positive but i just ha- i feel like i need to apologize right now to you nikki because in my fail in my talking about like me not being able to spend time with bo cuz i have to take care of jack like i saw how hard it was for you because of Hudson and the time you needed to, you had to be with Bennett. And it was so beautiful the way all the moms in our preschool, we like, we all switched taking care of <laughs> Hudson and sleepovers and driving him and making sure that he mm-hmm. felt special and taken care of because his parents weren't there. And I just, I feel so stupid that I even talked about Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. That's what I do because what you had to go through, and I know you and I have talked so much through all this and and you are just so incredible and strong and so is Bennett. I mean, and so is Lily, but Bennett is literally like <laughs> the happy, the way this child from when he's one years old wraps his arms around you and hugs mm. you and like around your neck. I brought Jack, we have the picture, I brought Jack <laughs> to his first birthday and he just goes up to Jack and just bear hugs oh. him. Like, he is the sweetest, most loving, I mean, if we're going to focus on a heart, the biggest, most beautiful yeah. heart of any little Thank human you. I've ever, ever, ever met. Thank you. And that's no surprise. Same with Lily from the people that they came from, literally. Oh, the bodies so that nice. they came through, the vessels <clears throat> that they came through, because... I, I do want to say, too, though, about, like, the positivity aspect of this is really important to to do that because trust me i i had my worst days and crying and 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 like ridiculous questions to myself but the positivity that has to remain i think when you Mm. say like you're basically it's you you're the you're like the the, you're the anchor you're the anchor and and my husband is also wonderful but he's very sensitive I think more so. Oh my gosh. So I have to really like show up a lot and he the whole you know the whole family I think is very sensitive to it but as she grows older and she deals with this every day, she's different. So that's another, another conversation on top of that is like, same with Penny, like they're different. And, you know, for her, it's something that's physical. That's like that she feels and she's going to walk around and has to say out loud that all the time, this is what it is. And I'm different. It's a really good reminder to kind of walk around even as our kids get bigger and they're getting into, you know, these elementary schools and people are going to say things and mm-hmm. do things that, you know, we are different. All of us are different. I tell her every day our imperfections make us perfect Absolutely. because she always says, I'm not perfect. And I said, who's perfect? Our imperfections make us perfect, you know? <laughs> so 
every, I, and so then I, she said, you are imperfect mom. And I said, I am. And she goes, you have a mole on your face. And I said, yes, that's very true. It's but that very makes pretty. me it's perfect. A beauty mark. <laughs> so I think the pot that to be positive every day is, is that's what is I, I tell myself too. I mean, yeah. I get yeah, that. I totally mm-hmm. get that. But like, I've also said to Nikki too, because sometimes I, you're so sweet. You'll be like, I feel like I shouldn't be complaining to you because you deal with something. But like, let me tell you, <laughs> I would take what I deal with times a thousand from my kids. Yeah. 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 And so I just, my heart goes out to both of you. Um, you know that you have me at your disposal whenever you would ever need amongst countless other women that your village here that loves you so much and at Children's Hospital LA and with yeah. Anessa and well, like all your amazing you people did. you have you and sh- you guys are incredible I, and thank I brought you. Chick-fil-A. Right? You should, <laughs> I brought, no, she did. She showed up to the hospital and brought yeah. Chick-fil-A and sat with us the through the whole entire surgery and made I sure... I also like, have never experienced... <laughs> An emotion like I felt when Dr. Starnes, right, yeah. came in to tell <laughs> her oh. family. I just so happened to be there and I almost felt bad. Like I felt like it was such a personal moment. Yeah. I shouldn't have been there. When that I jumped over the couch. Okay. Oh my God. And that he was, the surgery was fine. And he was so nonchalant about it. He, he was like, very oh cool yeah, the Gadels. Hey, so yeah, we finished. Everything's great. He's doing great. And it was just like, Knee buckle, like <laughs> loss of limbs, like oh, oh my god! And to see him walk from family to family uh-huh. in yeah. that waiting room and give the good news to all of them when you know, like it, it could, it could be different. Yeah, was a gift to witness mm-hmm. and. I just love you so much. I love, love you, you both so much, and thank you so much for being here and sharing <clears throat> your incredible stories of your incredible children and your families. And I can't believe that I'm going to make you even talk about being <laughs> shitty mommy. Oh, for a no, 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 no. But, favorite yeah. topic. Should we have them talk about favorite topic? Being the best mommy. No, what they no, do no, for them? no, no. You said no. could. No. Well, but no. maybe everyone needs to vent. No. Listen, we're, here's I, here's the thing that we're uh, here's also the, shitty mommies. We're also <laughs> shitty mommies, and I do want to say that, like, going through all of this, I mean, the hardest thing is, like, you know, yeah, there are these moments. Like, I went to work recently in Savannah, and I did like these back to back movies, and I had this gigantic breakdown on the second one because I didn't bring them because I was having all of this anxiety being away from them for the first time, and I was like, why am I having this anxiety? What is happening? I got still. I turned within. And then this thought came up and I was like, oh, there it is. I had this feeling of like, your your kid's life is being saved. What are you doing being away from him? Like, you should feel bad you're about judged, what you're doing. Right. And so... <clears throat> And then I was like, wait a second, no. You're like, no, but I'm working my ass off doing what I love, no, which gives him the insurance to pay for this <laughs> true. Show, by the way. No, it's true. But also, I think it was important for me to learn that in order to have normalcy in our house, like, you meant need to take care of you. And, well, it also meant that, like, I had to be, I had to have bad days. I had yeah, to have shitty mommy right. days. Right. And I have Do to you- allow myself to be that way because if not, I'm going to, like, fall apart. So, yeah, like, yeah. shitty mommy is, a, I, I, I'm shitty mommy at least yeah. once a day. All right. For the moms who are listening who might be going through this, whether it's their kid with a heart problem or cancer or whatever it may be, do you have um, something that you could tell them? Like, did you go to therapy? Did mm-hmm. you send your children to therapy? Is there one, is mm. there something that resonated with you that kind of like stuck with you through the hard times for the sibling or for you guys that really like kept you oh, yeah. positive? Because um, I know a lot of moms like aren't as positive as you. And I know you guys had your dark moments. 
we did. Trust me. I, there was some very like, dark. My dark little days. sister had cancer twice, and I've never, I've never want to experience again. I hope it never happens again because yeah. she's okay. My parents went dark, and they haven't come out yet. Yeah, on the other end. So like, I, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, man, like if my mom is ever listening to this, like I hope she can like turn around. Aww. You know what I mean? I'm so but, like, sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. She's good. But you know, yeah. I, 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 I are there. I, like I, I think that there's two parts to that. And one for me specifically, because I think it's very, very important, is community. Yeah. And it's something that I feel like not only helps me every day just to deal with it, just yeah. to be is my friends and our family. I even started my Instagram account and I like renamed it Heart Mom. Mm-hmm. And I use hashtags sometimes with Super Lily and Pacemaker Club. And the amount of moms who are all over the country who are, Mm -hmm. who I didn't even think would be going through a a pacemaker for a child contact me. So we've now have this group of people that we can talk to about it. And I will say I waited a little bit to sort of just get me through the the hump of things because yeah. I had the twins. But I did go to therapy finally and I and I had just to be like, I'm actually not okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm actually yeah. that permission. not okay. Yeah. And like that's that's how space. could you be okay? <laughs> no, of course. Yeah. And like I'm holding all of this heaviness to and making her so happy. I'm like giving her so yes. much happiness, which is what my job is. But I forgot to I forgot to say I'm actually everybody I'm not okay yeah and so that helped being in a space that wasn't my family and wasn't my friends and it wasn't the things that I knew someone was gonna yeah. be like da, 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 it's uh-huh. okay you know I wanted them to be like you're yeah. feeling this and yeah. you're supposed to and like let's get through it yeah so I did yeah I well the, the, and to piggyback onto that I would say um, specifically the trauma and PTSD that is experienced during it and I think that you have to find somebody that can specifically yeah. work in that world because mm. that that's what it comes down to. And trauma gets stuck in our bodies. Yeah. It really gets stuck. And when it gets stuck, it causes anxiety. It can cause depression. It can cause anger. It can cause that black hole that you can never get out of. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still working through it. We find out, you know, we have to go back in next week. And so everything starts to come up. But now I have a skill set for knowing I identify, oh, this is trauma. This is PTSD. I know how to deal with this and I know how yeah. to work my way through through it, um, when you don't, it can become debilitating. debilitating. <laughs> yeah. So like specifically focus, I love that community, but also get help and get someone who can really help you with PTSD and trauma. Okay. Beautiful. Thanks That's for asking really that, helpful. Jenna. That was really sure. smart. Okay. And before we take a break, just one more quick thing from Kelly about something really cool. Yeah. Just to go take it back to Children's Hospital and how incredible they are. There's so much research um, happening on a day-to-day basis. And one of them is um, through my cardiologist, uh, Dr. Bar Cohen. And what he's working on right now um, is a it's a micro pacemaker. So when um, in utero, so they can actually put this pacemaker and and have it like ready to go. I know. And so, yeah. So anyway, these people are truly, they're not only working their magic every day at the hospital, just, but on, you know, in the background, they're doing these, this fantastic research. So he's, he's obviously incredible and has my heart and my child's heart, but what he's doing um, for babies and, you know, new moms to be is, 
pretty incredible. Thank, Thank you. you and we're going to we're going to keep talking about this and we just mentioned too in February is um Heart Awareness Month and mm-hmm. our preschool did something cool Kelly was saying where they would have every kid wear red one day so that Lily would feel like supported and yeah. special and wouldn't that be such a beautiful like nationwide thing yeah. to do? Yes. It would. It, let's, is. Let's, it is. Yeah, it's it is. Wear Red Day. It's oh. Wear Red Day, but yeah. let's just get the word out more. Let, yeah. yeah. It, it would be really yeah. great. Love you. Okay. Thank you. All right. We're going to be right back and talk some shitty mommy. (laughs) Be right back. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Saving money on your car insurance is easy with Progressive. It's an average savings of $699 a year for customers who switch and save. In fact, customers can qualify for an average of six discounts on their auto policy when they switch to Progressive. Discounts just for starting a quote online or owning multiple vehicles. Get your quote online at Progressive.com and see how much you could be saving. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Okay, we are back with two of the most incredible women, and we're going to talk some shitty mommy. (laughs) Uh, But first, we'll read one from a listener. Her name is Courtney. Shitty! My kids climbed on the counter and opened a bottle of children's sleep melatonin gummies, and I found them after they had eaten pretty much the entire bottle. I called the doctor and poison control, who both said they're fine but will be very sleepy. This was at noon. (laughs) I had no idea my four-year-old could open a medicine bottle. I was feeding my six-month-old baby and wasn't watching him for literally five minutes when this happened. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank God it was only melatonin. By the way, if it's safe... Can I do that for my next flight? <laughs> Hello. Yes. I mean, I'm not Great. saying yes, but that's really good. It used it. to be Benadryl, but maybe the melatonin gummies is the, yeah. is the trick. Oh man! Follow up with Courtney. See how that how long they slept for. Oh yeah, for for, for long flights, right? Oh my god! All right, girls, tell us what do you need to confess to get off your chest? Uh, I mean, and I've like there's been so many things that I've done to be a shitty mommy. I mean, recently I was flying both kids. To, and remember, I had asked, like, what do I do with, like, Bennett on this oh, flight? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Hudson's pretty contained, and he does really yeah, well. They're all, they're, but once they are over four, I feel like they're a little bit of an easier traveler because yeah. they can comprehend movies, they can sit, they can yeah. hang. Yeah. But the babies, But the babies story. are so difficult. And I literally, like, he got diarrhea right before we were going in onto the second. Of course. Yeah. So we're delayed. <laughs> I've changed five diapers of diarrhea. We get on the plane and um, he diarrheas all over himself again. And there's the guy sitting next to me and then Hudson on the other <laughs> side. And I could have gone to the, I went to the bathroom to, I, and they didn't have a pull down table. And <gasps> I was like, no, no. I'm not doing this. Yeah. So I went back to the thing, to the seat. I wrapped a towel around him and I just let him sit in his diarrhea <laughs> for the rest of the flight. It was a short flight. It was a short flight. But like, I, I was like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I've done this not, before. You don't need to improvise at that this, moment. It's not fair. Is, no. And the last time this happened, there ended up being like poop all over the walls. It's a situation. You learned like, from your mistake. I learned from my mistake. But I make, what is it about your kids and diarrhea <laughs> on a goddamn plane? All the time. I think it's what traveling. You, you need to give them some emodium. <laughs> Just before, just she's like, she's like, wait, McDonald's isn't good for. <laughs> I know. I mean, but really, like every time I fly, one of them gets diarrhea, and so I just let him. Maybe, they're, just maybe like they're sit nervous. In it. By the way, like, yeah. that's not a shitty mommy. I mean. Bravo. But also yeah. the guy next to me have, was like, Bravo that you had oh. more than five diapers. 
Oh, yeah, and you had a towel. Oh my god, that's you're a great mom. Oh, well done. Thank you. But that's probably. I mean, literal, literal shitty. Literal. It was bad. literally shitty. <laughs> yeah, and and he kept looking at me and going poop, poop, and I was shh, don't say anything because it smelled so bad, and oh. I just kept looking around at everybody and next being like, I'm time, sorry. sorry. Next time, bring like the ozo, whatever it's called, the air freshener. Yeah, I don't yeah. Even that like doesn't that have a scent, it. but like it magically covers everything. It does. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. What about you, Cal? I feel like I'm pretty shitty all the time. No, like it does. Ha- it does. It happens a lot and just like bullshit just every day. <laughs> um, I, the one thing I can think of, of is a reaction I had, mm-hmm. um, and how I behaved to my child, <laughs> um, on New Year's Eve, Lily got slime in her hair. And instead of telling me about it, she cut her hair <gasps> off like oh, chunks yes, and chunks this. and chunks oh, of her hair. My gosh. Um, and it was not my finest moment how I reacted because normally I, I, I am pretty chill you when are. things happen. So, you know, I'm, I'm, qu- I'm quick to get over it. This, I, 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 I was not, I was crying. <laughs> I was screaming. I was. Did so- she feel bad or was she laughing? Oh my God. She, her, by the way, I, her reaction to my face and cry, she just was like, <gasps> and I said, what have you done? What have you done? What have you-? And I was just so, it was so ridiculous and over the top that she said, why are you crying like a child? Oh. And I said, I don't know. And I just was so beside myself. Anyway, I called like a local place on Melrose Avenue. Yeah. It was New Year's Eve. So like nothing was at I, I, I called my Oh my one God, person. I love how you had to do it like that. Second. Oh, I, I, OCD issues. That's yeah. That's probably yeah. another shitty thing about myself. Thing. But I like, I drove down the street. I had both of the kids in the hand and poor George is like, whoo. Yeah. She's I'm in trouble for this ride. And I, I, I walked into the place and they were like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like it's, we're booked. Like there's like all these people around. And I said, I am beside myself. <laughs> <laughs> So I said, excuse me. And I just said, pointed to her and I said, she got her hair off. And they just looked at me. They go, hold on for just two seconds. They like gave suckers to my children, yes. myself included. And you then got, like Rudy's or something. Yes. yes. And then, and then, um, or Floyd's, I think Floyd's, it was Floyd's. Floyd's, Floyd's. And then the I woman came, the ca- woman came over, she grabbed mm-hmm. Lily and she like came up with a thing. And I was like, okay. I was like settling down. She's like, wow, we really can't get this. Part. And I was like, okay. And by the time I got home, I can then apologize Were to her. Like, by the way, no, you they gave her no the idea. chicest haircut. First of all, though. it was chunks in here, chunks in the back, chunks in the front. I just, I, they look, they fixed, she could rock anything, that little thing, but yeah. I would, I was well, jarring. She I, had though this like micro bang. Totally. After. And she still likes it. She still wants me to cut shorter and shorter and shorter. So I guess that was not my, my finest moment. And I was screaming, I was not myself. And I felt really bad that that like over anything in life, yeah. that that was the one thing that set me over was human. human. I wish that I didn't react. <laughs> to anything except something major like that because I feel like I react to everything. Yeah, oh, this morning, Hudson with his shoes. He couldn't put his shoes on and I was such an asshole and I was like, what? you're five years old. You can't tie your shoes? Yeah. You're not going to be able to go to school. You're not yes. going to start kindergarten if you can't tie your shoes. I mean, literally, like such a jerk. Uh, and then I got I in the car with him and I was like, Hudson, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, It's always when you get in the car, they get the apologies. They're probably sitting in that car seat and they're like, oh, another apology yeah <laughs> you know? mom sorry again. Yeah. sure all right hey at least we apologize my yes. parents never apologized there so you go. it's a very good lesson yes. that we apologize lily i wish that the listeners could see this but when she gets upset she does this with her hand and she moves she goes Ooh. makes like a four and yeah bends and she her bends her and by the time she gets down has she calmed down where did she like did you teach her that no I, you. no I, last night we there was a moment where i was like okay i'm gonna use my hand just to calm down 
like Lily. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm do, gonna that. do that. Too. Yeah, you just. We'll, and by the time, we'll put a video yeah, of it on Yeah, Facebook. and by the time you get down, she's like, she, you know, because she gets so emotional, she'll stop. I think she learned it in kindergarten from wow, her teacher in kindergarten. Good. Yeah. Well, bravi, you know, control your emotion. Yeah. All right. That's, we're wrapping the show up. We, I we think we all need to go like this. <sighs> okay. We love you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you, girls. You. Thank you. We're going to leave you. you with a mama said, which actually I didn't even know was going to be so perfect for today. You ready? <laughs> Remember, mama said... A mother's love is unconditional. Her temper is another subject. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. We want to thank all our sponsors for this episode of Mama Said. They are Fruit of the Loom. Go to fruit.com and use promo code MAMA to unlock an additional 10% off. Ruggable. Go to myruggable.com slash MAMA and get 15% off your order and free shipping will automatically be applied to your purchase. Gold Peak Real Brewed Tea. You can find your favorite Gold Peak flavor at a retailer near you. Unspoken Stories. Subscribe to Unspoken Stories for free wherever you get your podcasts and learn more by visiting unspokenstories.org. Progressive Insurance. Get your quote online at Progressive.com and see how much you could be saving. And remember, all the info and links to these sponsors will be available in the show notes for this episode.